Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the Franchipreneurs a one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Franchise Business Consultant and the founder of Franchise Logic, Carrie Ann Golliver. And Carrie Ann is known as America's Franchise make- Matchmaker. Her passion comes from helping her grow her local family handyman business to the top-rated national franchise in the handyman industry. Carrie Ann's been featured in national publications, including Bloomberg Business Week, Entrepreneur Magazine, and Fortune, and is a sought-after professional speaker showcasing her knowledge across national broadcast channels. I want to talk to Carrie Ann about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs who own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Franchise Business Consultant and the founder of Franchise Logic, Carrie Ann Golliver. Carrie Ann is known as America's Franchise Matchmaker, and her passion comes from helping grow her local family handyman business to the top-rated national franchise in the handyman industry. Hi, Carrie Ann. How are you? Welcome to the show. 
Hi, Marty. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Oh, you're most welcome, Carrie Ann. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Carrie Ann? Beautiful Colorado. And it is beautiful there, isn't it? We're breaking records every day, 100 <laughs> degrees. Uh, I, well, I, <laughs> it's a little I have some early for that, but we'll yeah. take it. <laughs> That's fantastic. You, you have such an amazing story, Carrie which is why I'm so happy to have you on the show. Maybe we can kind of like go back to the beginning and, you know, you could tell your story on, on how and why you got involved in franchising. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's an interesting story. I think uh, my past career, I was always in sales and marketing mm-hmm. and worked with a lot of startup companies and really right. loved the energy of creating something new and nurturing it and then taking it to market. The problem was that there was always some Yahoo that screwed something up and then the mm-hmm. startup was shut down. <laughs> right, exactly. So it was kind of, yeah, you know, like just kind of a, a, a vicious cycle. And so right. it was at family's home, uh, my sister's house. We were having some friends over, drinking some fine wine, having the yeah. conversation of, what should we do when we grow up, which I know a lot of people, especially after the pandemic, have, have sure. done a lot of self-reflection mm-hmm. and um, literally just decided to um, start a business in the basement of, their, of her home and um, really uh, it morphed into a multi-million dollar business, uh, handyman wow. business. So um, we really listened to what our community told us they needed and wanted and delivered that and had huge success. And then someone came to us and said, gosh, you guys should think about franchising your business. And we're like, right. what's that all about? So we learned sure. all about that. That's how I really got immersed into franchising at the beginning. And we ended up fran- – so we started our business in 1997, um, franchised it the latter part of 2001, and was the top-rated – Hand, national handyman franchise for a couple decades, and actually two Septembers ago, Ace Hardware acquired us. What an amazing story, Carrie Ann. You know, it, it, it's so, pretty it's magical. Like, I mean, it is. I mean, it's really it, it, it's an incredible story. I mean, how, how you know you, you're, you're talking with your sisters over a glass of wine, and 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 all this happens. It's it's interesting. You know, when I was reading your background, I, I said it was interesting that you know you, you went into the handyman business. What what kind of you know drew you to to that industry? Well, you know, first and foremost, it really actually started as um, a swamp cooling and repair business. Mm-hmm. You know, here in Colorado, we consider those uh, uh, the, the poor man's air conditioning units. Right. right. <laughs> it's actually really nice because we're so dry and it adds a little nice humidity in our dry air. And what happened was every time my brother-in-law would – be dispatched to someone's home to to repair or fix their swamp cooler. Um, they didn't want him to leave. I mean, he is very charismatic, wow. but they were like, hey, right. do you know anyone who could do this? And do you know anyone who does carpentry? And, hey, my, my you know, 80-year-old uh, neighbor next door needs her garbage disposal right. replaced, and she can't find anybody to show up because the wow. normal general contractors don't want to mess around with Grandma Sally. Right? They want the big jobs. And right. so... He would come back to the basement and be like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy. Everyone wants that. So we literally called, you know, back in the late 90s, there was no such thing as um, a no-call list. And we literally right. picked up the phone book and called, you know, 300 and some odd people and just said, hey, 
do you have a handyman service? Would you like to have a handyman service? What are right. the things that you'd have them do? What are you willing to pay for? And so, again, we listened to what our community said was lacking, and I think we all listening on the line can agree that the bar out there for customer service with service-based businesses, especially handyman business, yep. is so pathetically low. Right. Agreed. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, our mission was really to raise that bar to change the vision and image of what people normally thought of when they thought of hiring a handyman. And, uh, you know, obviously we, we had huge success. We made our craftsmen actually W-2'd employees instead of just contracting them out. We right. knew who they were. We did background checks. Um, you know, they were dressed in professional uniforms and put on the foot booties if it had been raining or snowing didn't leave a big mess behind. So small little things like that um, really made a huge difference in the customer experience. Right. And I think that today uh, the, the new currency is, is, is speed. Um, yeah. I mean, the pandemic slowed us down a little bit and gave us a sure. little bit more patience because we just didn't know, we didn't have any control. But, you right. know, Really, if your air conditioner goes out and it's 100 degrees out, uh, oh, yeah. you're not going to want to wait two weeks to get no. it fixed, right? So Absolutely. Also understanding that, um, you know, just like Chick-fil-A, just like Disney, just like Southwest Airlines, those uh, Apple Store, they've all realized the same thing. You know, um, the customer loyalty is there because of the experience the customer has purchasing your products or services rather than, really what your product or service is. So, so we really tapped into that and um, treated our craftsmen with dignity and respect, paid them top wages. Uh, we had a one-hour minimum, so if we went to Grandma Sally's, we, she had a list of things for us to fix, and our craftsman finished in, in 40 minutes. He had 20 minutes left on the clock. And so wow. we would have them, you know, tighten up loose doorknobs, right. batteries and fire detectors. I had a craftsman actually was uh, had to put out a small kitchen fire. He didn't start it, but he was there when it happened. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> incredible. So, well, you know, but, you know, we charge uh, an hour, and we're going to provide a full hour. So those small things just made such the difference right. uh, to the consumer, and it's all about that experience. It's an amazing story, Carrie Ann. And then you go on to start your own organization you start franchise logic and you know you, you become known as america's franchise matchmaker what prompted you to, to start the organization carrie Ann? yeah on my journey of uh growing the handyman family uh business and then uh franchise what i realized mm-hmm. was you know there's a lot of people that are very attracted to franchising for many yeah. reasons right it's it's right. um Mitigating your risk, um, you know, over 90% of franchises uh, that are, 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 you know, successful 10 mm-hmm. plus years versus a startup may not even make it to six years. Um, right. So lots of advantages. You're partnering with the expert. Their, their job is to make sure you get a home run. So, you know, people have that passion and that desire to fire their boss, to cut the course right. of corporate America, to be the boss. But they just need help with the matching because not every franchise is created equal. I mean, right. I can confidently say that because I was a franchisor yeah. for a couple of decades, right? So right. there is some amazing stuff out there, but there's also a lot of crap. 
And yep. you've got to be careful because this is an investment just like a house, just like a, a vehicle. It's, it's you know, huge. And so yeah. if you're 52 and you're looking to invest in a franchise, you've got to make sure you get it right because you don't have enough years to recover. So 11 years ago, you know, I mean, I learned a lot through franchising our family business and, and mm-hmm. having huge success. But I also learned, you know, going into business with family is is not always rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really craving, Marty. I was craving something that was mine, that was all right. mine, that I could say I was mine. It. And I had all this knowledge and experience, and we'd supported hundreds of franchisees in our system and had great support and success. And so I said, you know, I see that there is a void to really help uh, the willing and able that that have a desire to explore franchise business ownership and guide them and match them to the best franchises that are going to yield the results they're looking for and also help them very carefully conduct proper due diligence on this type of investment so they're either wide open right. before they make any decisions or spend any money. So that's really my mission. It sounds like you really enjoy this business, don't you, Carrie Ann? You know, like you said, it's, it's, it's your own. But you must get a lot of gratification from, from your type of service. I always wonder how somebody goes about this whole thing alone. You know, when I first got involved in franchising, I think at the time, I think they, they said there was only like something like 1,200, 1,500 different franchises in the U.S. And I think today it's up to like, was it like 3,500? It's, 4, it's nearly 4,000, and it it's continues crazy. to grow. I mean, anything yeah. and everything is a franchise, right? You think right. about it like well, you wake up in the morning, you go to a gym, it's a franchise. You exactly. stop by and get your smoothie at the drive-thru, it's a franchise. You pick up your clothes at the dry cleaner, it's a franchise. You take your dogs to dog training, it's a franchise. You go out to dinner with your family, it's probably a franchise. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. It yeah. is. It's crazy, Carrie. You know, I mean, there's industries franchising today that I never would have thought, you know, w- would end up being a franchise. You know, like we even have like dental franchises on the show you yeah. know, and things like that. And I was just like, I, I, I could have never pictured that, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, you know, and, and it's really amazing. But I mean, your service is just so valuable because you say, how does somebody go about this? alone you know maybe somebody you know the, the people that listen to our show we call them aspiring entrepreneurs. you know they they want to get into franchising but we learned after all these years most of them don't even know where to begin um yeah. that, how does the process work so when someone comes to you carrie ann to use your service do they have these like preconceived notions as far as what industry they want to go into and, and that's kind of like where you you come in isn't it yeah, I mean, many of them have kind of dabbled online, you know, mm-hmm. searched right. on Google. Um, there are franchise portals out there that, you know, just list every franchise under the right. sun, good, bad, yes. and ugly. But again, yeah. what is a name going to tell you? Nothing. Right. 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 So, um, and they may think, a lot of people, Marty, think, oh, I'm an expert at you know, X, Y, Z, so I need to find a franchise that does X, Y, Z. Right. Well, you do not have to be an expert in the industry of the franchise that you're buying yeah. because you're right. partnering with the expert, the franchisor, right? And yep. logically, if you think about it, every business pretty much operates the same way. So what we do is we focus on people's strengths, um, their, what they enjoy doing, what they love doing, 
when yeah. they do well, and we apply those to the right franchise role in the right franchise model, and that's really where the magic happens. So I've really kind of mastered and simplified a process of, you know, I spend a tremendous amount of time, you know, first of all, it's, an, it's just an initial discussion. Why do you right. want to look at franchising? Yeah. Why do you... Why do you want to be a business owner? Because not everyone should be a business owner. It's, sure. it's, it's still a lot of work, uh, right. but you get to reap the rewards as opposed to renting your time and talent to build wealth for somebody else. You're going to be benefiting from all of your hard work. So we talk about you know what's going on in your world today that has you looking at possibly becoming a franchise business owner. What are your goals? What's your budget? Um, right that sort of stuff. And if it makes sense, then uh, we have them fill out an online questionnaire because it really helps me better help them through my sure. process. It's very quick and simple. It's a 10-minute questionnaire. We send them online. And then what we do, which is a total blast, is we have a Zoom video conference appointment. Okay. And they are the star of the show that day. Uh, right. Because it's all about their goals and their wants and their needs. So we really are laser focused on what is going to be most important to you in a business opportunity that would right. justify you spending time doing some due diligence? Because look, nobody has any time to waste, right? Sure. So we don't course. want to just throw a dart and look at anything under the sun. We want to be very laser focused. We want to understand what kind of role do you want to play? What kind of franchise do you want? Do you want a brick and mortar franchise, or would you be open right. to looking at something that's non-facility based? where you could literally possibly have it open in eight weeks and mm -hmm. be generating revenue, right? Um, sure. As opposed to waiting, you know, nine to 12 months to open up, you know, a brick-and-mortar ice cream store. So right. it's just all about, you know, we kind of re-engineer the mindset of instead of just looking at a list or looking at a bunch of mm -hmm. names that tell you right. nothing, let's focus on you and then let me – be the expert to match you up with three or four franchises that are going to check off the majority of the boxes of what you're looking for and as little of what you don't want. And we're with them right. every step of the way. Um, and so it's really important to compare and contrast different models. It should never be a one-and-done scenario. Right. Um, and I surprise people every day in my business. I mean, that's the also – and a good surprise is that we're going to – when you look at a franchise as an investment vehicle, it's a vehicle that's going to get you from A to B. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's good analogy. we look at the franchise, is this going to meet the requirements that the person is needing, wanting, in the location that they want, in their spend tolerance, giving them the return that they're looking for. And then we help them understand we're going to put them to the front of the line of these franchise organizations and help them truly learn a day in the life of owning one of these businesses. And um, not everyone ends up moving forward, Marty. i got to sure. be honest, right? So right, right. there's no guarantee, but, you know, we surprise people often with franchises that they didn't even think they should be looking yeah. at that are yeah. perfect fits for what they're looking for. You remind me of a story, Carrie We had, um, <clears throat> I think it was a top franchisees to it was a window cleaning franchise this was many years ago and, and they came from corporate america and they were surprised that they ended up 
in window cleaning. You know, they they, they used a, a, a consulting type of service as well, and that shocked right. them. You know, they said, "No way!" You know, a window cleaning. They're like, "I, right. I can never imagine <laughs> seeing myself doing this." And, and they ended up being very happy. They, they you know purchased multiple territories, and 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 you know, so they're ecstatic. And you know, that that must be interesting. I'm, I'm sure that happens a lot, doesn't it, with with the clients that you work with every day, every That's day, incredible. and. You know, people, and there are a lot of people that just think that, you know, their franchise is just food. You know, not very many people realize there's a lot more to franchising than uh, french fries, you know. And they're like, oh, I had no idea, you know, home tutoring and, you know, yeah, window washing and commercial waste. I was working with a woman actually in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and uh, she wanted... Uh, food and she wanted health and wellness because those were her passions. And I did show her some of those, but then I threw in a wild card. And um, she kept an open mind, which is definitely key. And she learned about the business. She learned about the unit economics. And she was was so elated with the business, she moved forward with four territories. And it was in commercial waste. And she was like, I would have never thought, but this is (laughs) the perfect business for me, right? So I think it's important for people to understand that it's okay to not know what you don't know. Sure. Yeah, and this absolutely. is all about becoming a student and yeah. really keeping an open mind. We all have preconceived notions and head trash about things. We, I have my own about things I'm not fully educated on. Sure. But if we walk around with barriers and just say, no, 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 I'm only going to look at, you know, listen, I had a gentleman in Kentucky um, working with him and his wife, we showed him uh, them multiple businesses. And uh, the, the, the last business that I was presenting to him happened yeah. to be in the beauty industry. Wow. And um, he said, well, evidently you didn't look at my LinkedIn photo very good because if you would have, you would have seen I don't have a single hair on my head. Right. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Right? And right. they ended up moving forward with um, – Multiple locations with uh, with lash extensions. That's amazing, isn't it? I, when when you hear those stories, you know, and, and I've, yeah. I've had some of those stories on on my show, you know, over the last fourteen years as well, Carrie Ann. It, it is interesting that sure, why not? You know what I mean? I, it, look, you and your sister, you know, sense. you right, you, you achieve success in, in 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 the handyman industry, and 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 we've even had you know men go into like even like edible arrangements has been on our show you know and i think one of their top franchisees okay. was a man but he never pictured going into an edible no. arrangements you know he thought he got a stereotype and he said okay well maybe it's more for a, a women woman oriented franchise and it's not <laughs> yeah absolutely so it is i mean there's just so much opportunity and use <clears throat> that keyword he says is to have that open mind is is so important isn't it when you begin this process Absolutely. And again, you know, it, it, there's no pressure to do anything you don't want to do, but keep it sure. in mind and learn. Right. Right. Um, and I tell everyone, look, you know, when I present franchise companies to them, I say, look, we're not going to make, you're not going to make any decisions right away. The only decision you have to make today is what's for supper. Right. That's it. Exactly. Um, That's and we're just going to take it week by week. It is typically from beginning to end about a 90-day journey. Okay. Um, you have to get approved by the franchisor because this is, you know, this is, you're going to go on some blind dates with some right. franchise companies. You're going to yeah. have some courtship. And you may or may not get to the altar because it's all about truly having that strong business marriage, that relationship. Yeah. The franchisor is dependent upon you 
being able to execute their proven model in your desired location, and you're going to be dependent on, on them having phenomenal support and training and truly caring about you being successful. And so it's a mutual courtship. And at the end, if you fall in love and right. uh, you both decide that you, you're going to move forward, then, you know, I mean, pre-COVID, you would have to uh, get on a plane or your car and, and, mm-hmm. and drive down or hop down to the corporate location right, um, right. at the headquarters of the franchise company and, um, you know, have some social time and meet the entire team that's going to support you every day, all the time as your business partner and um, make sure, you know, they have a real building and they ca- haven't been calling you out of a 10 <laughs> <Right. tent> truck. <laughs> <laughs> you good. know that there's a group and there's a village behind right. that's going to be supporting you. And look them in the eye and shake their hand and, and really understand if it's a, if it's a brick-and-mortar uh, model. You typically go visit some local sites and that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the last step before you guys both decide yes or no, this is really the direction we want to go. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really important to not only have the right model mm-hmm. giving you the right role with the numbers making sense and the person can actually visualize and see themselves being successful in right. that business, but the cultural fit is yes. as important mm. because right. you're going to be in this business marriage, you've got to all get along and share the same right. core values or why bother? Yeah, well said. Yeah, well said, Carrie Ann. Who, who are your typical, well, if there's such a thing, Carrie Ann, your typical client? I mean, is, is it someone coming from corporate America? Is it like a husband-wife team? Are they a bit older? Um, you know, because, you know, franchising is an investment, of course. I mean, how would you describe maybe if there's such a thing, a typical client? Yeah, I mean, I have a variety of them. I and yeah. I say that because really again, the pandemic really made people yes. pivot and change right. in a good way, in right. a very positive way. Sure. So, I'm seeing in today coming out of the pandemic uh, a lot more younger uh mm. people that have that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, in their in their thir- mid 30s, 40s. Um before that Ideally, it was really the sweet spot was between 52 and right. 57. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a mishmash of that. Um, it's people coming out of corporate that they may love their job. They may have a great job. They, they make great money. But uh, just like the woman in Pennsylvania who happened to be a scientist, she kept yeah. her job. Uh, The whole purpose of buying the franchises was to create a legacy for her son in the future. Sure, wow. And so you don't have to quit your job to be a business owner with franchising, which is pretty amazing and, again, helps even mitigate the risk more. Um, These are manager-ran franchises. Now, you still have to have a pulse. You have to be involved, you know, a good deal of the time Right. on top of your other activities because no one's going to care about your business more than you are. <laughs> Absolutely. And they're not going to run themselves, right? So, yeah. But I think um, stay-at-home moms right now, Marty, what's really yeah. interesting that I'm seeing is because during the pandemic, child care evaporated. Mm, right. And they were forced, wrongfully, but yes. they were forced to choose between their job and taking yep. care of their children. That's right. Well, guess what? Now they don't have to choose. 
They can be as present and as involved in their children's lives um, and still have their own thing on the side with the franchise, which is pretty amazing. Um, And, you know, people that unfortunately in that 52 to 67 age range are still getting, um, you know, just ignored by corporate America, age discriminated, unfortunately. Uh, Or they're just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm ready to build something. I want to produce additional income. I want to, they say things like, you know, I want supplemental income or I want to diversify my portfolio of existing businesses that are not franchises. So I work with, you know, very high-end caliber candidates that, you know, come from um, well-capitalized other businesses where they're going to have, you know, millions to put to add to their portfolio, uh, right. as, as well as stay-at-home moms, empty nesters, um, yep. all across the boards now is what I'm seeing. That's terrific. It's interesting, Carrie, because I'm going to talk like I'm an old man for a second, but, well, you know, when I was a kid, you know, my, my parents would emphasize, you know, get a job in, like, corporate America or work for the government yep. or something like that. That was, that was a safety net. But it, that, that doesn't exist today, is it? You know, when you're working for corporate America, there's no such thing as a safety net in corporate America, is there? No, but people, I mean, there are still people that that's ingrained in them. And yeah. Um, yeah. I tell people it's not, it's not your safety net, it's your drag net, honestly. Yep. Yeah. And well, I think well that if, um, you know, my father was the same way. I mean, with this handyman business, before he right. passed, he was like, when are yeah. you going to get a real job? And it's like, Dad, <laughs> this is my job, and I have customers, and I have yeah. craftsmen, and I'm making money, and what are you talking about? You know, and luckily before he did pass, he actually saw it and was like, okay, yeah, now I wonderful. get it, and I'm so proud of you girls. But um, that's great. I think that people are now realizing that um, you are in control I mean, use your imagination. Anything that right. you put your mind to is 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 possible. And I think you know people need to understand that today is the day to let go of the things that no longer serve you. Yeah. Just let them go and so. and and create your own future. I mean, yeah. people are just you know wanting that tangible to be able to five or ten years look back and say, I built this. This right. is mine. Exactly. Um, and the exit strategy is pretty attractive. I mean, you know, if you run a good business, you know, you can sell it for a very nice multiple and then officially retire and, you know, go move to Barcelona, Spain if you want to, right? So, oh, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to creating an asset, creating those important tax shelters, um, leaving behind a legacy, you know, leaving a mark as opposed to, you know, one of my candidates from corporate America said, yeah, I don't want my graves, gravestone to say, here lies the man who worked 80 hours a week. Right. There you go. Right. Yeah. I mean, he it's literally true. hadn't right. taken vacation with his family in over six years. Wow. Because he was afraid, Marty. He was afraid if yeah. I go on vacation, somebody else is going to replace me and I'm going to come back yep. without a job. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of people out there like that, Carrie Ann. You know, it's interesting. <clears throat> I imagine that you, you talk about the exit strategy with your clients early. Of course, you want to talk about it before you get oh, into it. I, I got before. into a business many years ago, Carrie Ann. I, I, I never had an exit strategy. I was a lot younger back then, you know, and I just said, okay, when it came time to go separate ways, what do we do now? You know, and it got very messy. And this is something, you know, that, you know, you, your, your expertise, you say, 
what do you want this business to do for you, you know, and how do you want to exit the business? And that, those are very yeah. important questions, aren't they? Very important because you want to know that before you go in, like you said, so mm-hmm. that you've got a plan. It's just like anything else in life, right? Right. You've got to write down your goals. If you don't write down your goals, you're not going to ever build a path to get to where you want to go. There, you know, there are people that are making tremendous personal sacrifices for $150,000 a year, which is fantastic money, but at the end of the day, they don't own their time. Right. They have right. no say in well when they spend their time, how they spend their time, and and people, you know, are just like, I'm ready to take back control and tired of the corporate yeah. BS. And again, if they right. still are okay keeping their, I mean, if they've been at their company for eight years, what's another year and a half to two years, and then they can create a transitional bridge, if you will, into full-time ownership once they, you know, get it going and it produces enough income to replace possibly their current income or more than that, you know, in a year and a half to two years. Or they're just like, you know, I'm ready to jump all in and just go like gangbusters. And even during the pandemic um, with service-based businesses, I was placing people that, you know, had been sitting there unemployed, frustrated mm-hmm. prior yeah. to the pandemic. And then the pandemic happened and the world just kind of was just like on pause. Yep. And they're like, right. I'm so bored. I cannot, st- I've got to find something right. to do. And um, they were able to get some of the, you know, I had a woman that purchased a service-based business at the end of April. She went to training in May, opened her doors June 1. That's like less wow. than a month. That's incredible. During a pandemic. <laughs> That's but she incredible. focused on service-based, essential needs-based, not luxury spend. And that's really kind of a blue chip right now because it's Amazon-proof, it's pandemic-proof, it's right. recession-resistant, and um, it doesn't have as many peaks and valleys because it's essential needs-based. So, um, And, Jeff, she's, she is extremely happy this June that's because wonderful. she was able to to really get going last year, yeah. It's something that you can't do on your own, is it, Carrie? You know what I mean, too? I mean, you can't do that without franchising, can you? You know, I mean, with franchising, I mean, you have you, the system, yeah. you have the It's going to take a lot longer, uh, exactly. for sure. I mean, you know, look, road. we started the business in the basement. We, I mean, right. here's the thing. Nobody cared if we were successful. Our right. attorneys didn't care. My banker right. didn't care. Right. You know, my CPA didn't care. You know, we right. were on our own trying to figure it all out. With a franchise, you're buying a business in a box. Absolutely. The marketing, well the operations, said. the technology, the training, the HR, the support, it's already created for you. Yeah, you're going to have there. a nice little blueprint that you execute. And if you do that and don't get off the reservation and start trying to create different stuff, yeah. there's really, I mean, no reason why you, you would not find success Right. You have to be dedicated, you have to be committed, you have to um, follow what they tell you to do. Their job every day is to make sure you don't make the same mistakes they made when they were making the proven model. Yeah. It's like a map, isn't it, Carrie Ann? You know, to get yeah, you from point like A like said, to point B. It is. It's, it's really fantastic. So, what, so what's next for you, Carrie Ann? It sounds like, I mean, again, you're really in, enjoying what you're doing, you know, and, and, and you're, you've branded yourself very well. I've been familiar with your name for quite some time now. So, again, that's so excited to talk to you today. So, where do you see yourself maybe three years, five years down the road? 
You know, uh, I mean, I talk a, a lot about that with my husband. My my husband is the opposite. I guess that's why opposites attract. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's, right. he's like a corporate America lover. You know, right. and okay. he he loves he loves the company. They're a great company, that's but great. I'm just like, yeah. yeah, no, I could never do that. You know, just, right. I I mean, once you become a business owner, it's like the golden yeah. handcuffs. You're spoiled. Hard to go back. I mean, hard to go back. Yeah, yeah. and so. Uh, I'm like, I don't know, you know, he talks about, you know, we're in our 50s, so he's talking about, you know, well, should we retire 50? I'm like, right. I'm never going to retire. Like, right. I have way too much <laughs> exactly. fun. You right. know, um, that's wonderful. You know, where am I going to be? Um, I'm so, I'm not going anywhere, I guess, is, is the that's answer terrific. that I like to say is, you know, I'm here and I'm here to help people realize yeah. the dream of business ownership. That's um, really my passion. I literally feel like I'm changing people's lives. I get emails from married couples where, you know, oh my gosh, you you've you've changed my husband. You've saved wow. our marriage. That's um, I had a gentleman that that had lots of health issues due to all the uh, stress. I mean, he had mm-hmm. a heart attack, stress mm. from his job, from his boss. And um, we were able to get him into his own business, and he's flourishing. And she's like, I've never seen him happier, right? Like, that is That's like, wonderful. I can't even tell you how amazing that is. And even people that don't move forward with a franchise, that's still right. a victory in my mind. Exactly. They'll send me a referral, and they'll say, you know, franchising wasn't right for me, but if you're looking at a franchise, you've got to work with Carrie Ann. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, that's, that's not, a, not not probably the answer you were looking for, Marty, but really. That's okay. I, that's a, it's a great answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, there's here's the thing that's so amazing about a franchise. Franchising itself is not an industry. It's not right. an industry. It's just right. simply a methodology to conduct business. Yeah. Which is yeah. why you said, you know, I can't believe there's even dental franchises. <laughs> exactly. Like, what's that about, right? And look at yeah. Pearl Vision. Pearl Vision is a is you know a yeah. franchise. So that's right. Um, it's not. It's it's a methodology of conducting business, very process oriented. Is and so therefore it can weather any storm and even the COVID pandemic. So yeah, I just don't even see any reason to go anywhere else. Yeah, why would you? You're so happy doing why what you're you? doing. You know, it, 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 I hear it's these the stories and, and it gives you so really. much joy. Absolutely. It's interesting you mentioned, because you know, I can't tell you how many times on the show I hear, Carrie, is that, you know, someone will use the word franchise industry. And I, I never correct them. You know what I mean? It's, it's like you said, I yeah. mean, there, there's like 75, 80 industries franchising, you know, but there's no such thing as yeah. really like, as you said, a franchise industry, you know. So it, it, it's interesting you mentioned that. How, how can our listeners, Carrie, uh, get more information on, on, on you and Franchise Logic. I mean, are there any websites you can kind of point them to or direct them sure. to or any phone numbers? Yeah, my website is franchise-logic.com. So that's the okay. little dash, the so franchise-logic.com. I've got tons of videos on there, yeah. uh, tons of free uh, digital downloads, how to buy a franchise, semi-absentee yeah. franchise ownership, how to escape corporate America and find your rich with a franchise. So those are all free. Help yourself to all of those. And and in various areas on my website, there's also, uh, you know, calendar links. You can book a, an initial 15-minute conversation okay. with me. Or you can just give me a call. My number is 
5078. And I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Carrie. I'm glad I finally got to talk to you after all these years. Yay, and, you know, you. I'd like yeah, I'd like to invite you back, you know, in the next year or so, you know, cause, Love because it. Uh, I've enjoyed this conversation. So it was great to talk to you today, Carrie Ann. And we'll be right Thank back you. with more. You're welcome. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, Rich podcast you get to hear great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and you can actually hear the show in a number of different places today. You can go to, of course, franchiseinterviews.com, where we have our interviews arranged alphabetically. Um, we also have interviews arranged by category. So if you have a particular industry that you're interested in, you can go to the category of your choice and check out all the different interviews that we've done over the years. Um, our show's been syndicated in a number of different places. Of course, you can hear our show on Blog Talk Radio. We've been working with Blog Talk Radio for many years now, and um, you can hear the live shows there, and then you can download them as an MP3. Uh, you can hear our shows on Stitcher.com. You can hear our interviews on, I think it's pronounced, I, I always want to call it Blueberry.com, but it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, which is another podcast service. Uh, you can now hear our shows on iTunes.com, and of course, you can hear our shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if you're a diehard fan to our show, on Live365.com. And uh, we have, over the years, over 420 shows. So if you were to listen to Live365.com uh, for two weeks, there's a chance that you may not even hear the same show twice. So uh, that's how many shows we've recorded over the years. But today's Great Quote and Franchising podcast comes from Darren Guccione, and Darren is the CEO and co-founder of Keeper Security, Inc. And what's interesting about this podcast, we had Darren on the show as the uh, founder and the creator of Keeper, which is the world's most downloaded password manager and uh, digital vault. And Darren is a real um, entrepreneur. And one of the questions that we ask on the show is, what advice would you give to an aspiring entrepreneur or franchipreneur, someone looking to buy a franchise? And that question is usually directed to someone who has been directly involved in franchising over the years. But again, Darren's uh, Darren is a real ground is 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 in accounting and business, 
And um, I thought his response was just as great as anything that we've heard on the show. So here we go with Darren Guccione, the CEO and co-founder of Keeper Security, Inc. Amazing. It's amazing technology. In studying your background, Darren, I mean, the, I was mentioning earlier, I mean, the majority of our listeners, again, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, they want to go into their own business, and they're kind of like heading towards the franchise alternative. What advice would you give to them? Because you're, you're certainly, in studying you, certainly classified as an entrepreneur. So what advice would you give to them? Well, you know, I'm a... You know, my background is uh, engineering, technology. I'm also a CPA, and I've always had an admiration for franchises. Um, One of the things that I love about franchises, among other things, is that you can analyze the different franchise models that are out there, the brands, the type of businesses, and you can quickly identify which ones are successful. And typically, you know, they give you a roadmap of what you need to do to execute. You know, when you start a business without right. a franchise roadmap, you, you typically don't necessarily know where you're necessarily going to go or wind up. And yeah. so you get a greater sense of security and guidance when you can pick a franchise model that, A, you know, fits within, you know, your goals in life, your interests in life, and B, you know, provides a really sound you know, infrastructure for you to build a business with a great support system around you. Most businesses that are one-off businesses don't have that. So there's a greater sense of, you know, uncertainty out there um, when a a business owner or an entrepreneur, um, as you've outlined it, decides to, you know, pursue a franchise versus doing something completely fresh and new. I think the risk profile of doing the latter is much greater. So that's, you know, that's my response to that. No, it's it's fantastic advice. So any final thoughts, Darren? Fantastic interview with Darren Guccione. So I want to thank everyone for making our show such a success. And this podcast has really just taken off over the years. And uh, we got some really great new Great Coast and Franchising coming up. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Coast and Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.